1: Batter, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. shearers Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members to pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new Mythmart. Bigger, better, better. Visit Mythmart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show.
0: Welcome to Seed Rail.
2: warned you. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya.
3: I'm Rebecca C. Lockgren. I'm
4: Aaron Elvidge.
3: I'm Debbie Lockgren.
2: <laughs> We've got mom back with us. Actually, we have a, a nice little room full, But, uh, because of underage restrictions, the children are not, are prohibited to engage in our conversations. Um, they're There has been something going on this week, personal. I've decided that we're going to touch on this really, really fast. We're not going to make a whole episode of it. um, Just because I know certain family members listen to our show. Uh, And if you're our family member and you're wondering, well, how do I know? Because, number one, you're on Facebook. Number two, you're on Stitcher. And whenever you listen to any of the JSO Modcast shows, I get a text message. So, let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Now, how did this all escalate? Because this, this turned into a, a domestic violence issue, I guess, would be the best way to. Let's just turn them on. Mom, come close to the, to the mic so they can hear you. Now, what happened? What, what went down?
3: Well, really, I don't know. In a way, because I was working all day long, and when I came home, we were having some issues with some of our family members, because, um, we have goddaughters, me and my daughter have helped raise, and one of the girls kind of said something smart like to someone in my family, and he just wouldn't let say your brother. <laughs> I, mean, I think we've talked about being a Oh, we've talked plenty about They you. know who he is. Well, okay, well, it was sarcastic, and they were being smart like and then, uh... She apologized and said she was sorry, but he just wouldn't let it go. He just refused to let it go, and of course he had been drinking. And I mean, I just and went on for hours and hours, and yeah. bitching and going yeah.
4: crazy. So really let, let's let's
2: just clarify something though. But he was heavily intoxicated. Yes, heavily. yes,
3: yes, yes, he was.
4: And he got mad at mom, and he started like screaming at her. And then he turned to me, and I told him, I said, you needed to just stop and go outside before this. This escalates. He goes, Oh, what's, who's going to do something? I said, He's going to get mad. I knew who it was because he hates when Dean talks crap to me.
2: She's pointing at Aaron.
4: And he got angry. And he said, He, stood up, he was, you need to Shut the fuck up and get outside. Go outside. Well, when he said that, Dean lunged at Aaron and punched him right in the face and grabbed him by the neck and started choking
2: So then, with you. Now, I know because I've altered your picture for the scene red. You know, <laughs> so you really don't quite look the way that you look on the scene red picture. Yeah. What are you,
5: 6'2"? Yeah, I'm, I'm 6'2".
2: And how much do we weigh?
5: I weigh... Last time I weighed myself, was like 270. Yeah. So you're a big dude.
2: Yeah. You know, and you're young, mm-hmm. so my question, essentially what it comes down to is, why didn't you wipe the floor with them?
5: Because I have more respect for the women that you know, I live in their house, and yeah, I, they do support me, but I do do things. Whether people choose to believe that or not, that's their own, you know, that's he's, their own opinion. He's not a person.
4: <laughs> I know how he is. He doesn't like to fight because I he don't. knows that <laughs> he gets to a place, a right. scary place. Some people get to that scary place. Like, i don't of those people, I don't like to fight either. So when I get to a certain point and be mad, I get to a scary place where I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm right. going to kill somebody. I don't know. He's the same yeah. way. So he, he won't remember. He doesn't yeah. like to fight. That's why when Dean was choking him, he wasn't. Aaron was just taking it. Was he not taking him? Longer? Yeah, I it, it it
3: it was mostly me because I was afraid that he was choking him, but I didn't realize that Aaron. He was face, choking him, but he Aaron was, was. But Aaron's, was Aaron's face gets real mad, real red because I guess he was mad. But, yeah, I was. Uh, red. <laughs> you know, because we were just trying to get it to stop. And that's the all. That
2: I and and let, let's just clarify something else. You were sober. You were one
5: hundred percent sober. I had just woken up. That okay. tells you something, right? Right. There. right. I just
4: woke him up. And finally, because Dean choking him, he has hand marks scratched all over his neck where Dean was... You know, yeah, the was only
5: missing. damage this man ever did to me was cut me with his fingernails.
4: He had scratched all in his ears, a black eye, but he finally had enough and he pushed Dean off with the choking him, pushed him up, and started punching him because he had enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
4: he punched him and punched him until finally he hit him <laughs> so hard he busted open his <laughs> eye, the, the <laughs> eyebrow.
5: <laughs> it's funny because he's like, the, part, the first time I punched him, he's like, is that all you got, boy? I punched him two more times and busted his forehead over. And he, like, dazed
4: him with the one that busted his forehead when he fell he on fell the on his ass, yeah. Aaron's like, like that, and he fell over. And supposedly, you know, we held my uncle down while Aaron beat him up. But I, if, Which I would never do. Why would we stop the fight? If we were trying to get Dean beat up, why would I right. intervene and get on top of Dean and tell Aaron to go in the room?
2: And why would this be your first incident? Yeah. He's been there for how many years?
3: Seven. Seven.
5: Um, And there's things that have happened behind closed doors. Right. So. But what it comes down to, guys, is...
2: And I brought this up, like I said, we're just going to touch on it and then we're going to move on. Um,
5: Long story short, old man got his (laughs) ass beat and talked shit like he to.
2: Reality is, is, is he needs to get off the booze.
3: Yeah. He's how old? 57.
2: 57 years old. He needs to take responsibility for himself. I could not see myself at 57 years old, you know, relying on somebody.
5: Yeah.
2: Aaron is your husband. 20 years old. But regardless of how old you are at this point, if he said something to Lacey and we were living there, the exact same Same thing thing would happen. happen.
5: Yeah. You would stick up for the the women. Right. That's the way a man should act. Not and, be violent towards any woman, especially if said woman is supporting your drug abuse.
2: Right. But what I was getting to is that because it comes down and he, the, the controversy amongst the family, if you even want to call it that, is you should have had respect and let him beat you. But what it comes down to is you have respect for your wife, you have respect for your mother-in-law, yeah. and that's why you intervened in what you did exactly so there is the point folks is that there is respect showing and i've been that my own mother as well if (laughs) he had not intervened that would have been disrespect that would have shown that he had no respect for his wife no respect for his mother-in-law and you know what dean you did it to yourself brother you're my uncle I love you we've never had no conflict well that's not quite true but we have no issues and you brought it upon yourself and now that you've made your bed you're gonna have to sleep in it brother and that's I wish you the best of luck that's all I have to say on that Mm -hmm. alright let's get down to the fun stuff Um, like I said mom's here Mom, one of the things that I was going to do, and we need to set something up, is because I want to pick your brain. I want to have maybe two episodes of just you and I setting me picking your brain, making you really uncomfortable, asking you some really inappropriate questions, and and find out who Debbie Evans Lofgren is. So we're going to have to set that up.
3: I don't know. Ask my sister. She said she disappeared, so
5: (laughs) 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 Do we have
2: any weird news this episode?
5: I think so well I was telling you uh, before we started recording and, and she just randomly found this is the guy uh, I guess he what was it? he he took blood pressure medicine for so long and his, his blood turned green oh yeah
2: really yes yeah. what kind of medicine I mean what kind of blood pressure medicine did you know?
4: I don't remember it was in Canada he he got sick and he went to the hospital to have surgery and when they cut him open they found out his blood was green.
3: Wow. Green, green. I don't know. That's scary because I take blood pressure medicine. It was a certain, well, certain
4: type. It was a certain type of medicine. It has a lot of. Um, well, what was it called? Toxins. No, <laughs> you know how in like on Star Trek, Spock has green blood and they right. explained why and they said it has a, like not iron but iron, potassium, technom. I want to say copper or something. Well, anyways, this, he had a lot of a certain mineral in his blood from the medicine he took, and it caused blood to
3: turn green.
2: So essentially, what he did is he went toxic. He he actually became. Probably got toxemia. Never did anything about it. His body metabolized that toxemia into normal blood flow, yeah, and that's how it, That's weird. Isn't that weird? That is. think that your
3: blood turned green from high blood pressure medicine?
2: But I have one for you. Okay. This is actually from ABC News. It's from Associate Press, June twenty second, 2013. And the title of it is, Iowa Man Selling Coffins Gets Questioned About Bones. An Iowa man online classified ad offering an oak coffin for sale neglected to mention the full skeleton inside. So police interrupted the deal and seized the bones. The council buffs daily non-pearl report. Wow, that was tough that the coffin belonged to a now defunct cancel buff chapter of the international order of odd fellows which promotes anonymous giving to the poor. David Bergstom placed an ad on the Craigslist website to sell the coffin for $12,000 because he was trying to raise money to pay the property taxes for the fraternal organization's hall. Bergstom said the coffin was made in the 1900s and had been used in the group's rituals to represent death. The bones had been in there for years. Okay, this is a quote, folks. It says, they were, they were just there, as long as anyone could remember, said Bergstrom, who is one of a handful of remaining members of the Council Buffs' Chapter of Odd Fellows. Boy, that's a pun if Bergstrom said the lodge records suggest the skeleton was donated by a doctor who retired in the 1800s. But Council Block Police Detective Michael Roberts said, human remains cannot be sold without proper identification. I'm spinning all over my screen. <clears throat> if they had papers of the organization, then they would be okay to own, Roberts said. The skeleton was sent to Iowa State Medical Examiner, how do you pronounce that, Kelly? See, I was going to go with, like, Tatooine or something. (laughs) County Forensic Investigator Karen Foreman said, It's unlikely the skeleton will be identified, but the race, race and gender can be determined. And if the skeleton is a Native American, federal law requires that it is returned to the tribe. Burns... Bergstrom said that the laboratory is welcome to keep the skeleton. His interest has always been the selling the coffin. I'm ready to will and deal on it, he said. And I'd like to get the taxes paid. Now, I don't know what's more creepier the fact that he's selling a coffin on Craigslist, or the fact that he knew that there was a skeleton inside the coffin.
4: Well, the fact they do. Death rituals.
2: That, that's yeah. Now we're gonna have to look. Somebody should look up, uh, you know, the Fellowship of Odd Fellows, and and see what exactly yeah. that is. But I don't know. It, it's um, I don't know. It's just creepy. Creepy and morbid is, is kind of an understatement to the situation. i
3: Well, who would go and buy a coffin off Craigslist? I might. Well, you're strange. It makes me think of uh,
5: Wasp Boys, actually. What is that? Just the. I don't know, like the whole creepy kind of way about it. You know, the part where uh, the dude goes in with the guy, I can't remember his name, but they, like, in the cave area.
0: And I mean, I was a little
5: boy when I first seen him. Lost Boys so I was like, Oh my gosh It's so weird Do you remember
2: Going to the movie theaters And seeing Lost Boys
5: I We It was
2: uh, Mom Randy I don't think Rebecca was born yet No No And we actually We went to What was that The Foothill Drive-In Theater And uh, we saw. Okay, seen Okay So speaking of weird news i
4: seen this the other, I don't remember Where I've seen this at But um, i seen an article About this and I looked look up again Uh, It's about a woman who buried her husband in her backyard in Apple Valley.
2: How could I forget this? I know. Especially when it's just right down the road from where I live. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: It says, woman who buried her husband in backyard gets support from neighbors. It says, The woman who buried her husband behind their porch in Apple Valley weeks ago, because she could not afford a funeral, is getting support from her neighbors. When neighbor Colin Wilson heard the news Wednesday, he and his sister set up an online fundraiser, and by Friday they had half of their goal have been ready. She was such a nice, hard-working old lady. Wilson said, I can imagine how difficult it might be just the whole situation that filled her. So I'm guessing they made her pick, pick it up, pick it out of the ground.
2: Well, they exhumed his body. Oh, okay. Because they wanted to find out if she murdered him. Which, oh, okay. as far as I know on that level, that hasn't been confirmed Yeah.
4: I guess she's, after that happened, she's selling her house. Well, she was selling her house. Oh, okay. So she can get the money.
2: Right. And because Lacey told me this story in the beginning. And I'm like, no, that's bull. You know, no one's going to bury their husband in a shallow grave in your backyard. Oh, we're going to put him next. to fluffy. You know? Yeah. You know yeah.
3: what? Yeah, I'll tell you what. When someone dies and you have no and you're not prepared for it, I think that I could have. You can actually
4: put people in your yard.
2: Yeah, you just have to have a permit. You
4: have to have a permit. But it has to go by all law, the laws and the deepness and the different things, Right. Like how their bodies you go out. have your own little cemetery. But thing. you can make your own family cemetery in your
3: yard, which is funny. Make, but I mean... It I It costs $35,000 or something like that. When, especially if someone figure someone dies at home, okay, when, when your guy's dad passed away, uh-huh. he passed away at his friend's house. Right. So I thought, well, I'll have the corner of Riverside, come get him. Do you know that they wanted $1,500, and I had to pay them the money first, or they wouldn't do it? Or give them a credit card.
2: See, and I, do no, I want to talk about this? I mean, yeah, I, I might I, as well.
3: Just, I'm just saying, you know, I mean.
2: Well, with, with my dad's, well, our dad's passing, it, it's, it was kind of, now I've been in the medical field for almost 20 years. You've been in the medical field for obviously longer. Never had I ever heard someone say that the coroner was going to charge money to pick up, you know, a body.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, because number one, even in, and this is one of the things that um, crossed my mind after the shock and in, in the initial shock right. wore off, and, and right. time went on, is. If a 911 was called, it is the obligation of, excuse me, the ambulance or the, you know, uh, paramedics, whichever arrive, is their obligation, deceased or not, they have to load the body into the ambulance and take it to the hospital. That never happened.
3: No, they they called the police and the police came out and they wanted to know whether did someone killed him. No was any foul play no they asked all kinds of questions you know this that blah 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 okay well then we release the body well there was the body in bob's garage apartment i thought they
4: took i didn't think they would leave someone there that
3: they take them no they're supposed no, to they didn't they didn't they said and, and it was just <coughs> by the grace of god that we got someone to come do it for us because bob's daughter knew the, uh, the mortuary guy.
5: Really?
2: So
3: well, they awkward. came. Yeah, they came and you know, got him. But I'm just saying, you know, you get so overwhelmed in life, and this is what we're talking about, the little lady burying her husband in the backyard. I mean, you know, I, I could see that. I mean, it sounds stupid, but I mean, you can't even I bury think he was dog. cremated, but I Who? mean, her husband.
2: The guy in the backyard? Yeah. No. I don't think um, so. was it? No. it was a full body in the grill.
4: No casket.
2: I don't think there was I a casket.
4: so
3: either. How'd they let take the body?
2: I want to know how she drug it out. I'm
3: saying that he probably died at home. How did somebody
4: not know this? No,
3: I say he probably died at home. Well, yeah. And she just didn't know what to do with things, so she became overwrought and probably just said, well, honey, you always liked this house.
4: But, oh, wait a minute. Okay, (laughs) seriously, though, like, I don't think I would just be like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to you're dead. I don't care what happened to you. I'm just going to throw you on the ground. Yeah, but you know, but when people
3: get old, they do crazy things. How old was she? Older. I don't know. They do not say, like, how old she is.
2: In the 60s, wouldn't she? 50s or 60s. She was well, not old. No, that's not real old. Well,
3: maybe she wanted to go play bingo and said, Honey, you see them, Bingo are you, and I think I gotta go to bingo
2: tonight. Now, I could be completely misconstruing this whole, you know, issue, but I think it's gonna come out that she murdered. I oh. really do. I really yeah, do. I wouldn't let
3: her go to bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad used to get mad at me. Oh, here's got bingo. Um...
2: As we, because today is episode twenty-eight, so we're approaching our episode thirty, which is absolutely amazing to me because it doesn't really feel like we've recorded that many. I
4: know.
2: How you guys still enjoying it?
4: Yeah.
2: We. Um, Even though it's getting
5: summertime, it's just kind of harder to not have fans going.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> well, by the time they, you know, everybody hears this on on either. Jason, on Stitcher, iTunes, we're getting picked up by a couple other stations too, but I can't remember off the head. But by the time the public hears this, they won't hear that band. That band will be completely digitally extracted.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, still, it's just like. (laughs) We can't even walk around in the house without sweating, you know? Yeah. That's the only thing that kills us. This
2: question's for you. (coughs) Excuse me. Because the whole concept of the podcast was because, how do I say it? It is very odd to say this, but if you and I had not had that fight, that falling out,
4: yeah,
2: do you realize that we would not be podcasting right now? Why
4: not?
2: Because the whole idea behind the podcast was to be able to talk to each other at least once a week to be on the same level all the time. Yeah. And that's where the initial concept of the podcast. Sibling Rivalry was the original first show added to the Jason Horn or Jason uh, podcast. So with that said, do you think I mean we've always had a very tight relationship. Yeah. But do you think coming here every every week for 30 weeks almost 30 weeks now. Do you think that has improved Do you you think the initial goal to what I set out to do, have I achieved it?
3: Yeah.
2: What do you think? think. Well, they can't see you nod.
3: Oh, okay. I was nodding my head yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. I have a big day tomorrow.
2: Um, And Aaron, Aaron, it's very interesting because not only you're my brother-in-law, but I I do consider you as a friend as well and I think that our friendship has kind of accelerated because you're here every single day, yeah. you know, and, and we've got so much going on regardless of, of the nonsense drama. You know, all the three of us have so much going on in, in what we're doing that it kind of pulls us together as a unit, and, and not only are, like I said, we're, we're family, but we're friends. And I could go off on a tirade on that whole subject right there, but I'm not going to. <laughs>
5: Except for
2: another episode. Yeah. So, well, because I'm trying to keep everything kind of on an upbeat. Because yeah. you know what happened. I'm not going to say this publicly, but you guys know what happened. You know, we know the listeners do not want to hear
5: depressing shit. Yeah.
4: yeah.
5: And so Nobody wants to go on the internet and be you like, know, I, I want to read about more business.
4: Yeah. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> no, I mean No, I, I
5: mean like not they don't want to listen about it. Yeah, like, they don't want to hear like, about like, somebody's troubles. Yeah.
4: but yeah, I mean, do like I love oh, what what is yeah, List What is it? Yeah, we're, we're they have a section of, of it. It's called like bizarre. The Weird What's The Weird and and they have like all these different things about murders and unsolved mysteries and stuff. There's different things. I love it. I just have to keep reading it for hours.
5: Yeah, she sat there and read the thing for five hours all night. <laughs> I was like, What are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm reading the site, I'm like, what 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 is it about? She's like, there's some weird shit. <laughs> like,
3: okay.
2: Um, and I just thought of this, so I, I should bring this up. I have to rewrite the last part of the uh, Yo-Yo Why? I we I mean, not just like. I. You actually cry? I didn't know the devil would cry. <laughs> I I to say we should
4: have recorded that. <laughs> I know. Cause... Um.
2: Because it was my fault, I had pages, I was writing, I was sitting on this couch right here, I was writing, I set it down on the table, sitting down on the table. You know me, I always have something to drink. Mm-hmm. And Cody, no, you know how Cody is with his damn tail, like yeah. he, could, he could literally get airborne if he could swipe it a couple more times per second. Yeah. Well, anyway, he was running around the table, and he went, boom, hit my can. And it was just like... Because the paper it's it's an older notepad, yeah. so it's dry. Yeah. So as soon as it got that that moisture, it just like sucked it up, and all the ink just went smeared. And I was like, no. So yeah, I have to now
5: rewrite, rewrite
2: it. it. Hopefully, I'll be able to get to that level of where I wanted it to be.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, also, let me put it out there. I'm looking for someone to type this up. <laughs> I, the more I look at the story, the less I want to type it up. I pay one dollar per page, and it's gonna be a big story. So it, it, you'll make a couple bucks off. Info at jazilmon.com. Email me if you're actually interested. And, and hey, you. And if you do that, plus you know the story before it even gets paid. Uh. So let's jump over to you. A couple weeks ago, we had uh, an email from this, uh, I don't want to say kid, but she just got out of high school. She's looking at film school. She heard you talk about film school in the very first episode of Scene Red, and she wanted you to talk about film school. So that's what we're going to do for the rest of the uh, the remainder of the show. Um, What was it? Okay, let's start from the very beginning. What made you pick the school that you went to? I, I don't...
4: I was looking at a lot of different schools, mm-hmm. and the, the school I originally wanted to go to, I could, they don't have any type of housing. Was, like,
2: Which one was that?
4: It was a Los Angeles school. Okay. And they don't offer any type of housing, and living out there is like...
2: <laughs> expensive. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's crazy, so I was like, it's not doable, you know, I'm not going to drive
0: LA every day and back
4: like I wasn't gonna do that. So then I started looking into um the can Cap- I mean, the art institute or, no it wasn't art institute it was the Academy of Art uh, University, San Francisco. Okay. And I liked that school a lot. I should have went there. I really should have. I think if I went there, things would have turned out better. But but it was like. It was also expensive too because they like they offered housing like that and they had really good programs like that, but it was it was pretty expensive like housing.
2: So why not like UC or UCLA, USC, especially USC because that's where the big. Because at record... the
4: time I didn't think about like the actual university. So I was looking at like private colleges because that's when you when you type in like film school. Uh
2: huh. Those will pop up.
4: All that pops up is private school.
2: Interesting. Okay. And you went to where?
4: I went to Collins College.
3: And where?
4: In uh, Tempe, Arizona.
3: Okay.
4: But, this, but the, uh, when I like, eliminated the Art Institute, not Art Institute, Academy of Arts, I was looking at between Art Institute and Collins College, and they both made all these like you know claims of the school of law. Like, and I'm sure they are probably lies for both schools, because I've heard a lot of people say a lot of bad things about the Art Institute, but they claimed all this stuff, like, oh, yeah, we're... Getting ready to build this, you know, $4 million um, center for our, our director program, our film program. They're getting ready to do it. And <laughs> they're going to start doing it when I enrolled when I and it'll be done for right. six months and all this crap. First of all, I was there for six months and they never started it. Really?
2: No, let me stop you real fast before we get into that. What was your goal? Did you want to be a director? Did you want to be a producer? I wanted to be a director. You wanted to be a director.
4: But then when I like, got and started doing it, I really liked, like, the whole being behind the camera.
2: cinematography. photography.
4: Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot too, so I I was kind of leaning more towards that after I, like, got to experience it.
3: Right.
4: But, I still have my, my dreams of this, I just think it would be a fun job, but, it, yeah, they're, they had really nice programs for, like, their video game design, everything was, like, brand new. The film part of that school was boring. Was it, it was the crappiest part. It had nothing. Their building was so old. It had no equipment or anything. Everybody, all the other programs had new, nice equipment, nice buildings in there. Really? Like they were renovated, renovated.
2: Now, the application process. Because I'm literally, we're walking step by step. Application process. How hard was that? What did you have to do?
4: It wasn't that hard. My, well, my advice to people, for one, I want to get into it. Don't go to a private school. It's, no. it's too expensive and it's full of false claim. You know.
2: And how much was the entry fee? Or um, the tuition rather?
4: It would've ended up being a lot if I would have saved the whole program. Would it would have been like seventy thousand? Seventy thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. And this is back like seven years ago.
3: Right. So a while ago. More than that we right? it was Seven years ago?
2: No, it was longer than that. Oh,
3: okay. No, because in two thousand and six. Two thousand thirteen so
2: seven yeah seven years. Okay. Ago. Um
4: but the, for a private college, it's not that hard. They, they'll take anybody they can get your money from. I've learned a lot about it. I'm very skeptical of the school system. Uh-huh. I believe that private schools are not the best schools. Like, to me, if you, have a, if you have an opportunity to go to a, like a university or something, it's a lot take better. To take it. Yeah. Because private schools, they just want money. They don't care about the, the experience you get for your education. And they don't care who you are as long as you have money. Right. Because it wasn't I mean, hard for me to get to that school. No? You no, know, I said talking chocolate going a couple times and... Make a little essay,
2: and I was in. Now, at that point, you got accepted. You got the exception letter. Yeah. Uh, or acceptance letter. And you decided this is where you're going to go. Right. You moved to Timmy, right? Yeah. Now, you're there. What is, what is school like? What is the environment like? What can, what can she expect? You know, as far as like other being around other film speakers.
4: Um, first of all, a lot of people are gonna try to steal your ideas, so don't ever divulge your ideas to anybody about anything. Because I've had this happen to me, and believe it or not, I'm not gonna say any names. But a person that I was told a story about, like somehow she remembered this like seven years later, because she does like the type of media. I'm not gonna say what it is, but. And well, just tell me, because now I'm curious. Pulls, draw, she draws and makes con- a... comic, books, okay. comic books. And some of the stuff she does, is like similar to the, thing, the stories I told her of mine. And I know she got that for me, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you need, it's not exactly what I said, because I'm sure she probably forgot.
2: The whole yeah. details, yeah.
4: But be careful who you divulge your ideas to, because people want, want to steal them up for one. Um, It's just basically like any other college life, though, you know, with partying, drinking, you've got you to gotta, like, watch that because I did a lot did a lot of that yeah that, and people say that's why I got I left to school that's not why I left the school it really isn't I didn't miss going to school every day I loved what I was doing
2: and what was class like
4: um' just like regular college really I mean it's more hands-on because we're doing stuff like right. you're gonna have like your boring class you have to take though. you know the ones you don't really want to take
2: like what
4: like humanities and Crap like that. That the teachers at that school were horrible, though. The humanities teacher, the like the the required classes, uh-huh. they'll teach raw books. Now, where they got the teachers from.
2: Now what was the degree? What um, was the, the name of it was this? was school? supposed to be a
4: bachelor's of a Bachelor's of art, fine art, I believe.
2: Okay, bachelor's of fine art. Yeah. With like an emphasis on film or yeah. Okay.
4: A bachelor of media art. I guess media art, media art. It's a bachelor's of media art. The well, whatever you—it wasn't even stuff film. what you were like um, majoring in, like because you didn't have to be take directing. Like I was majoring in directing. There right. were other things you could do, like sound and different stuff right. in that field. Of course, whatever you do in film school, well, you learn it all. You don't just learn directing. You're going to learn how to use a camera. You're going to learn how to use mics and use sound and all that stuff too.
2: Right. Well, yeah. Especially if you're doing director because as a director, you kind of have to know yeah. everything that goes on. So, with that. Let's talk about because you did make a not a short film. You did a Commercial.
4: I did a lot of stuff actually, but the person that's supposed to come bring it to me never did. He kept it for himself, probably probably took all the credit for it.
2: Now, what did you do? Just tell us some of the stuff.
4: Um, we did, did uh, so like a lot of different commercials, different kind of like media things. We had to go on the street one time and like ask people questions and stuff like that. And I had a lot of fights with people. <laughs> Because <laughs> the groups they put me in, they, you know, I'm the type of person I'm willing to list ideas if you don't have any ideas, and I have ideas, and we're going to use my ideas if you don't have any. Right. And they would get mad at the ideas I had, but yet I was, what I did was always love the best by the future. And I'm not saying that, like, it's true.
2: Well, because there's, there's, how do I explain this? There's people that, like, Jerry Brock, or, no, no, he's not really a good one. What's the, what's the guy that always messes up all the uh, good old movies? Um, he's, uh, He's a producer. I don't
1: know.
5: You know, come on, help
4: me. It's, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what um, movie did he do?
2: Um, he's done, like... Transformers. He rebooted the Transformers. He rebooted, mean? uh... You Night know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, all the reboots, he's been uh, behind not Mike, well, I don't know. I don't
5: know. Michael Bay.
2: Michael Bay. Is, Michael, Bay. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Okay. okay. Michael Bay is a type of dude that he, he's very successful, but obviously you can tell because he does reboots, he has no no ideas. No ideas. Yeah. Right. So, and that's where you see in any part of any type of in, entertainment industry, you have the people with the ideas, you have the people that have the ability but no ideas. Yeah. So And that, that's where it puts you, is that you are one of those type of people that you have an influx of, of ideas almost all the time. Yeah,
4: These was people I was with had no idea. So it wasn't like we were fighting over whose ideas to do, they were just fighting over because they didn't like my idea but they had no idea themselves.
5: Stupid.
2: So, okay. As far as project-wise, what would you say was your favorite project to do?
3: It
4: was uh, the commercial that I did. was fun. It was a lot of fun.
2: And what was the commercial?
4: You had to like make a spoof off of something. Uh huh. I did a spoof off with, like a body like, tag I think something like that. It was it was pretty funny, and they were pissed off they didn't want to do it because they were so homophobic I guess.
2: Now, what kind of what what were you using? As far as equipment.
4: Or equipment.
2: Like outdated equipment? Yes.
4: Or... Even back then.
2: Okay. Now, let's just say, let, let's just put this out on, on record here. I'm not putting these questions out to discourage, I can't, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry, I forget your name. No, but, I don't
4: think it's a discouragement. I just think, like I said, like, she, she needs to, to really her research. research into what yes. school she decides what she wants to do and make sure that... Everything's going to lead up to the expectations she has in her mind because I was very disappointed about a lot of things because it was all lies, was false promises. You know?
2: Right. So for her, get good or you know do well on your SAT, go and apply for USC.
3: Yeah.
2: Is that is that yeah. would be her best effort? I mean, if, if she wants to do anything in the industry, she needs to go to those type of colleges, yes. and not a, a private college.
4: No, no, not a private college at all. And that goes for almost all private colleges. Most people who go to private yeah. colleges, they don't have good experiences because
3: they're full of
4: lost promises.
3: Of, you know, I went to private right. school and spent all that money and can't even get a job doing what I went to school for medical billing. On the lap. It was 20000 Yeah, $20,000 And later. the girl that I go to school with
4: now, she went to school for medical me. billing and yeah, she would never place, get a job either. Same, same place. Way, same
3: school. Really? Yeah. Yes.
2: Interesting. So, and it, it also sounds like private, and being a private institution, their tuition is more. Yes, right? yes.
4: That's what I don't get. Their tuition is more expensive because they claim to have the best programs, the best teachers. They help you get jobs and all this stuff. But most private colleges buy. I don't know how they get by with this. People keep going and going. Right.
3: I have something to say real fast. Um, I was talking to uh, one of the ladies that I work for, and we were talking about colleges, and she said, that uh, that when they promised to get you a job that she was reading the paper and if they get you a job washing dishes that's then, they, then they fulfilled their promise to you yeah. so you're going to go pay twenty thousand dollars to have them get you a job washing dishes or mopping somebody's floor or cleaning their house or going to mcdonald's it doesn't matter so that's just a falsity in other words well, you know like, you go where you can get you they, don't
4: all, lie aid. they don't all that yeah, beauty college I go to, they're a private college because almost all beauty colleges are. Collegeology schools are private college, right? Unless they're like a junior, like a like a junior college or something, but uh, they have a job helping program and they actually really can help you. Like, they post up all the jobs that you can get without a license. Like as a student, they if you move out of state, you call their hotline and they'll find. They'll tell you like they're they're not going to get you the job, but they'll tell you every person that's hiring right. and what they're hiring for.
3: And they'll, it's not like they're getting the job for you, but they help you find They help jobs. you find them.
5: Placement.
3: Yeah. Yeah, placement. I guess not getting a job, but placement. But some of these schools don't do anything. Oh, no, so I just got, yeah. I just
4: got back in touch with the one who people I was going to Collins College. And I sent him have a freaking friend request on Facebook, like, before I even met Aaron. And he accepted it two days ago. Really? he's like, Rebecca! But, uh, he, I guess he got screwed over, too. He went there. He's older. I don't know, he's probably, like, he's got to be in the now, I know he was all older than me.
2: Like, my age? Or? No. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, that sconce on her face. No. Like, like, no, not that old. He might be,
4: well, maybe he's like, maybe he's in his late 20s, early 30, like 30, maybe 29, 30. He He uh, went to Collins. I guess he did the whole program. Uh-huh. They screwed him over. He never got a job. I don't think he's about to, like, finish his, get his, uh, degree, his degree. He ended up getting out there there. He was still pissed off he Went he went to the Army. But now he got out of the Army, and I guess now he owns his own business. So it turned around for him, which is good, but... And, like, that one girl talking about the one that stole my idea. She graduated and got her degree, but she doesn't have a legitimate job doing that.
2: Right.
4: She It's like a hobby. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Now, for the listener that emailed me, I think one of the things that I should say is, regardless of what school you go to, what degree you get, if it's something that you want, if yeah. you wake up in the morning and you're thinking about making a movie, If you're sitting on the toilet thinking about making a movie. If you're going to bed thinking about making a movie. You're passionate about it. Go do it.
4: Exactly. Regardless of
2: who, what, or how, it doesn't matter. We have such marvels in technology today. I watched a movie. It was a very good movie. In fact, I watched it today. And at the end of the movie, it said shot with iPhone 4S. I'm like, holy crap. It was shot. The entire ninety minutes was shot with an iPhone.
4: Wow! And phone
2: you Yes, yeah. and it looked great. So, go, do it, regardless of what school, you know. And I, I wanted to do this because I wanted to try to help because you've been down that path. Yeah. You know. Now, what, as far as education-wise, what other than the Photoshop, <laughs> what? Abilities did it enhance, or what did it teach you as far as making it?
0: I don't
4: remember now; it's horrible, but I mean, I I learned how to use a camera, how to, you know, how to use, how to do lighting, like to make a warm feel or cool feel. I learned how to use, like, I learned how to hold a mic. Man, that's the most horrible part. When you get mic duty, my god!
2: What, like this?
4: For hours. You like sit? No, it's not like this. It's like this, and like. It's in, the, it's in the shot. Pull it up. I'm like, my arms. Because <laughs> you can't hold it like this. You have to hold it like that. Because the vibrations are some crap. That's the worst duty ever. So anybody who goes into that, hope you don't get the mic duty because it sucks.
2: Now, for you, what would it take for you to go back into film school?
3: Win the lotto. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, for you, what would it be? For, what would it take for you, on seriously... To go to like USC, in money. So She's it's gotta finish school. this first. Right, right. No, no. <laughs> well, because this episode's about making film, about going yeah, yeah. to film school. I'm, I'm just trying to pick as much. I'm information type person. I'm I type need. of person.
4: Like, I have lots of things I want to do, and I don't limit myself to just one thing. Like, I don't say I'm doing this, and I'm gonna do this rest of my life. Right. Because like I like to do hair, and I think it's a, a I think it's an art form. It really. Is. It is absolutely. <laughs> because even like the, the teacher, he said, because my, my, his uh, grandmother was a hairdresser, his mom was a hairdresser, his grandfather was a barber, and he was to tell him, he's, he'd say, you know, people who do your hair are artists and painters, and they're, they're creative, sculptor people, the people who do your hair, those but they need another outlet, you know, and it's true, because the ones who are good are the ones who are artistic, the ones who aren't good are the ones who aren't good, I, I know some of them like say their names, <laughs> you know. They don't succeed, but this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life. I just like to do things that are creative, and I have a lot of things that I want to do. So, I mean, options are open for me. Right. I'm not that old. Look at mom. How many things has mom done? Tons. She's done. calligraphy. she's done massage, she's done LVN, she's done phybotomist, medical builder. I remember mom being a
2: CNA for... That, that, that could lead into a whole other conversation. But I, I remember, it, and the ironic thing is, is I, I tell Jaden the same thing. Is when I was young, she told me never become a nursing assistant, never. <laughs> so, what's the very first job that I do?
3: Nursing <laughs> assistant. And from 1995
2: to 2003, I was a nursing assistant. And as God is my witness, I have told Jaden at least on three separate occasions actually I've gone further than that. I said, like, don't go into medical field. Do not go into medical field. Don't want you in there, don't go make video games.
5: Yeah.
2: But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mom's been Mom's done a lot. So as we because I'm popping back over to the movie school. Um, about directing. because I think I remember were saying something about her wanting to be directed. What does she have to expect? About learning to be a director. Now, for me, before you answer that, I, I always thought it was just what you see in your head is the way that you you tell people, okay, stand over here, deliver this line. You know, you're angry, you're frustrated. You know, you kind of set the mood for the actor and then you kind of lead them to where they got to go. They already know the lines and, and that's pretty legit. Yeah. Is am I right or am I wrong? Well, see, that's what I thought too when I first started going to
4: school. Because I was like, yeah, you're the one that's in charge. Tell everybody what to do. You make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. You, you have the vision in your head. You're gonna make that vision come to life. But that's really not what it entails. Like you have to really, like when you go and you learn to become a director, you gotta do a lot of crap you don't want to do. Like you start at the bottom. You have to go through all these different things.
2: Like explain. Like
4: like I said, like you have to hold the mic. You have to.
2: The do director it. does.
4: No. Well, when you're learning.
2: Oh, okay, okay. To
4: become, you know, and the director. I really don't think director does that, that much, because, you know, the cinematographer is watching the shots, too. Right. I, I thought the cinematographer just like, held the camera and we were supposed to, but they can actually do shots. They can set them up. Like they'll sit with the director and be like, well, how do you want this? Because, and they'll set out all the shots, and they'll give them ideas, like, well, maybe this will look better. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, being the director, you're doing a little bit of everything.
2: Well, because the cinematographer is also the director of photography, or... The assistant
4: director, correct. Yes. Okay. So you're, as a director, you're doing a little bit of everything. You know, you. I know that directors can even like change things in the story. You know, right. You're, you're basically in everything.
2: Now, with you saying that, you know, you were thinking directors Just are didn't
4: have to do much. It it's like you do this, you do that. Right. You're the one in charge. You're like a power-hungry person. <laughs> so I like to be in charge. Right? You're
2: so, delegating. Like, yeah. That.
4: But, you, and you are, but you're also in, like I said, like, you even can, uh, directors go through the, I can't remember what they're called now. It's where you draw it up first.
3: The storyboards?
4: Yeah, the storyboards. Directors can be in charge of storyboards, telling you how to put them out and everything. Like, there's a lot of things to do.
2: Now, within, like, you know, talking about being in control and power hungry, isn't a producer actually have more power than a director?
4: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I suppose they wouldn't because they're backing it with their money they're paying the director. So they're probably the ones that are... I'm sure most producers are like, you know, I know you're a confident director. I'm giving you this money. Just do me well. Right. You know, don't don't let me down. Don't fail me. Right. They're, they're, they're not going to want to have to do all this stuff because...
2: Unless you're Michael Bay.
4: Yeah, unless you're Michael Bay. <laughs> 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 he does everything. His mom's looking over
2: here like, what that? Huh? What? Michael who? Huh? I don't get it. She's still looking. She's... Okay,
3: anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I my train of thought.
2: But anyway, um, so it really depends on the producer. Uh, the particular producer, the
4: person. I'm sure, like, I didn't go that far into the program, but I'm assuming that I know the producer back there, and they pay for everything. And I'm sure they have as much power as they want to have. They want to be all up in the movie they're going to, and if they don't, and they want the director to take over and do everything, then they probably do, you know? Right. Um,
2: so I'm going to let you wrap this up and then we're going to talk on something and, and then we'll close up the show. Just final thoughts. The, in a couple minutes, just try to give the most advice you can.
5: Please. Well, if,
4: like, I, like he was saying, if you're passionate about this, something I think you should do because it's a lot of fun. I had tons of fun doing it at the time that I did and I know if I would have went on to make that my like, career that I would Probably have fun doing it every day, you know. It's, it's an amazing experience when you can take something in your head and create it to actually see, you know. But just make sure you pick the right school, is all I can say. It's about like because everybody, there's, there's a right school for everybody, so if you pick the right school for you, you'll have an amazing experience at school and you'll get your degree, and you'll get a job, and you'll have a successful life. That's, That's all I can
2: say. <laughs> and you've got to have the willpower.
4: Yeah, pa- I think it's passion. Passion. Google, well, it's, it's, passion sparks your willpower. If this is something that you love to do. You're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get up and do this every day because I have the willpower to do it.
2: And don't take no for an answer. Yeah,
4: never take no for an answer. If people say they don't like yourself. Well, that's them. Everybody has their own opinion. Right. It's, it's hard. like everybody has
2: a <laughs> 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 Exactly. <laughs> You've actually been really quiet. I know.
4: You're going to throw that in there.
5: Yeah. are probably like,
2: and this is. Uh, Mr. Producer on the uh, Yotun film. Yeah. So, what money are we gonna use? What's that? Kickstarter? Yeah, Kickstarter. We're going the Kickstarter? Oh, okay. Um. Uh, with that, I'll just jump over to Yotun real fast. Like I said, I have to rewrite the ending. Yes. Um, ruined it. Yes. Um, <laughs> we've pretty much got all the the casting. I still have to find the lead female. And I've talked to other people that, you know, have listened to because over at the hospital some people listen to the show and they've <laughs> they've come to me and they're like, Oh, I'm I'm interested. I don't mean to sound like a dick, but this is gonna be big. No, it's gonna be huge.
3: Yeah. And I
2: have to if I'm gonna set everything I have on one, I want professionally trained voice actors. Yeah. Now not so much for like, you know, the supporting cast. Yeah. I, that's not a big deal.
4: The main cast.
2: But the main cast, the main two characters, Ayot, Nom and Leah, has to be trained. Yeah. So that's why I, I've turned down people that I've talked to on because that's the first thing that comes out of my mind my, my mouth is have you been trained? Have you do you know how to act? No. Have you had any acting skills? No. I'm not going to hire you. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to be that way. Um, but I am looking for, it doesn't necessarily have to be an Asian woman voice, but it's got to be feminine, but has strength to it at the same time, if that makes any sense. I hear you're saying. It, it's got,
4: Powerful yet feminine.
2: Yes, exactly. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And for that one, folks, you can send your mp3s to a yotmille. That's A-Y-O-T-N-O-M at Allison. And then that's pretty much it. We'll start the storyboard process. I haven't decided. I was going to go with uh, one artist just because he had a feel for a Yeah. But I decided against it because I don't have three years to wait to to have my storyboard to put up, and um, so we're going to look for a storyboard artist. That to me is very important, the storyboarding, and then because once we do the storyboarding, we can kind of do a rough animation. I have enough skills to do that, to do a rough animation to kind of show the investors on Kickstarter this is kind of what I'm looking at this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm thinking in my head um, we should have enough equipment here where we could do a rough record um, or if not who knows, we'll find out because I think it's only like $200 something a day to record in that studio over yeah. in this area and we'll go from there as far as that project um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles we'll see where I am I on time, okay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, I, I've had a love-hate kind no, of... Yeah, kind yeah. of getting back into them again. Um, I actually watched The Secret of the Ooze the other day. And now you... Aaron brought this to my attention. Uh, it's been about at least a month or two now mm-hmm. that Michael Bay, of all people, is going to reboot the series. Maybe? did not? But, here's the but instead of having this ooze fall into the sewer on these turtles that mutate hence the title Mutant
5: mutant Ninja Ninja
4: Turtles
2: the turtles (laughs) are going to be from outer space
4: are you serious?
3: yes
2: and so I don't know I don't know because the whole like mute name mutant is gone. Yeah. It, it, now it'll be Teenage, teenage Mutant. Teenage No, no, no.
5: Te, teenage Outer Space Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> it does gonna Ninja Turtles.
2: No, if you go to IMDB it actually says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. And I, I
4: can't take
2: much more of this. No. What else is he going to destroy
5: as far as...
4: Our
2: childhood?
5: No. I, don't I don't
4: know. Let's really wait, no, wait like 10 years and probably trying to remove Twilight. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon he's gonna run out of ideas and try to be Kubrick.
4: No, really though. Do you think about that? Like when we're old as hell, they're gonna be like remaking Twilight. I can't even imagine
2: <laughs> that. <laughs>
4: that an
3: Edward
2: Yeah, I can see if I could do it out.
4: I just think all the movies that like like the whole movies that they're gonna be remaking like in thirty years. They are talking
5: about animal I'm Monsters waiting for Donnie Darko already. Cause you, you know. know. For a fact, we're
2: going to make Oh, happen. yeah. They're talking about, and this is going to make Mom happy. Did you know that there is a book coming out? Um, it's a new Harry Potter book. And Harry Potter is now the headmaster I told Mom of, about of this. Of Hogwarts. I told Mom <laughs> about this. Well, mm-hmm. though the book has not gone into publication, from <laughs> what I understand, there has already been a movie deal made.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it's supposed to be about his kids.
2: Isn't it like Potterville or something like that, is it? Well, but yeah. So oh, maybe it
4: is. I don't know, but I know that it's supposed to be about, it's like he's in it, but it's supposed to be about his kids. Right. That are in Hogwarts. Right? And yeah, like
2: it's J.K. Rowling. Rowling, yeah. Rowling. Rowling. Rawlings. And Rowling's. J.K. What I was Rowling. That's <laughs> the <There's no SBN laughs> I know. Anyway. Um, so. just. Well,
4: she, you still no. She can cut all she wants. <laughs> yeah, she's she a all. Harry Potter addict. No,
5: she'll, she'll come out in the middle of the night and be like, Oh, hey, I want to watch look, Twilight. I want to watch Harry Potter. Like, what do I have random. to
3: do? All I do is go to work and watch Harry Potter, coach Twilight, raise two children that are married, take care of chihuahuas. What do I have to do?
4: Watch Harry Potter, Twilight. That's so right. I said Dunna. she knows everything about Harry Potter. So, so uh
2: what team are you? Team Team Jacob or Team Edward? Neither. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> she likes the wet dog. That's right. <laughs> uh, you gotta give him some,
5: some baths.
4: Alright. I kinda
3: like like them both, but
4: but she does. Know. She's got like a She's getting <laughs> torn in between. That's years. right. I'm <laughs> torn, oh no baby. She's like, yeah. She, she's she's like, caught oh, between the masculine. This is what she tells you. She tw- she she's like, yeah. It's just like it's just like Edward's personality. He's just so sweet and gentleman-like. And then you have Jacob. He's just got a nice body. I'm like, Mom, You're not like 20.
3: <laughs> I'm always like tall, husky man.
2: And that's how you know a woman writes that. Exactly. Yeah. Because
3: the guys
2: like. A- I, you
4: know, we liked the last one, though. Yeah, the last I, one. Because I realized head was being ripped off. I just Love bought
2: you. Lacey. The new one last week. Ooh. I bought it. Before. You no, it. Right. We're we're watch it? No, I didn't. We're That's the only one I like.
4: Oh, well,
2: put it up now. We're going with it. We're working up to... She wants to literally have a, a Twilight marathon. Don't do that. Start it. with the first Don't one and it. go it's all a the trap. way. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a trap.
5: My mom tried to have that shit. I fell
2: asleep.
4: I pulled the hair before your
5: head. going to smack me. No.
2: Gee, he's carried away. Well, I don't know. So, thank you for, you know, answering those questions. And I hope that that helps you in deciding what you want to do. Um, I wish you all the best of luck. And who knows, maybe in the next 10, 15 years from now, you know, someone that has listened to our show is will be directing movies. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, So that's it for this week, kids. Uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah. All right. I am David K. Montoya.
3: I'm Rebecca C. Laughlin.
2: I'm Aaron Ely.
3: And I'm Debbie Laughlin.
2: What happened to Evans?
3: She's stayed home tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you were a Michael Bay fan and you've listened to this, you're probably really seeing Red because he sucks, and I, I openly say he sucks. So, sorry. Good night. Peace out. Much love.
0: Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Welcome to Seed Rail. <laughs> you.